you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. The Around the NFL podcast still believes in Sam Darnold. Damn right. From the Chris Wessling Podcast Studio, it's Around the NFL. I'm Dan Hansis. Heroes here. Greg Rosenthal, Mark Sessler. We got, what do we got? About 30 minutes or so left in the final uh, game in the group field for Group B in the World Cup. USA holding a 1-0 advantage over Iran. Mark. Take it from here. I like a game like this because I don't naturally align with what um, Iran uh, stands for generally. So it feels like an actual international message where you're going to root for the States. Wow, Mark's stepping into it again. Uh, If you're a longtime listener of the show, he famously had a dust-up with Iran and our... uh, Long no, Iranian. It, there was no dust up. It was producer. another scenario where Greg and Dan create something out of total thin air. It is a very strange uh, place to, to be to here. It. Like the game started at eleven in the morning. I learned that U.S. scored the first goal as I was walking up the stairs between makeup and uh, you know the, the lunch area, mm-hmm. and just a loud cheer went all over the building. And I figured that's got to be a goal, and it was. I got you beat. <laughs> I was on live television right as the goal was scored. <laughs> And they, I, I said uh, to Andrew Siciliano on NFL Now, wow, you know, America's power rankings, America scores a goal. And then Big Brother got my ear and said, don't say anything about the other football. It doesn't <laughs> exist. It was Bill they Belichick. They do not want you to understand that this is happening right now. There's so. also a problem at this uh, office, though. People have feeds that are faster than other feeds. So I, 
for the second near goal, which was overturned because, uh, you know, they were off sides, there was a huge <laughs> cheer somewhere else in the building while everyone that was eating lunch and mm. quietly watching the game uh, had no idea what happened. Then the goal is taken. Then you hear the, oh, and yet, five seconds ahead of time. It's very painful. It's very painful. Somehow we survive... This is the Tuesday show. Hey, if you want to uh, close the door formally on week 12, you check out the Greg Rosenthal Monday Night Football recap. And I think Greg's really made that show his own, Greg, uh, Mark. And with Phoebe Schechter this week breaking down uh, just an exhilarating uh, Steelers win over the Colts. Actually, not a bad game. It was kind of a fun. Yeah. Um, it was a good bad game, I would call it. Where are you standing on your Colts fandom, Mark, two weeks later? I mean, they made the game competitive right. towards the end. The first half looked like a lot of pre-Jeff Saturday uh, nonsensical play, but then Jeff Saturday inserted some nonsensical items in, in himself, did a, in his own little branding way. I listened No, the, to the game is not different. We don't build rockets to go to Mars. I listened true. to the uh, Monday Night Recap. Oh, wow. And uh, it's a... There's nothing more delightful than driving down here around 6.30 in the morning, getting half an hour of Greg in my ear. But Greg does an excellent job with it, and Phoebe Schechter did an excellent job. That's your Carmel. that's your choice. So that's check choice. that out, and we got a lot more content for you today. We're going to preview the first uh, Week 13 matchup, and it's a good one. It's the Patriots at the Bills, and oh, I would lock the hell out of those Bills if it didn't break one of my tenants of lockage, which is don't mess with Thursday night football. Hmm. It's weird. Ooh. Wait, didn't you break Arano that supposed tenant uh, just a few weeks ago? Yes, I learned a lesson. That's what <laughs> so, I'm saying. So that's why it's a tenant. I'll never. Well, it was a rule, and I just didn't think it out, and I learned my lesson never to make that mistake again. But you like to break rules once in a while. I know that. The bad boy. You. Well, the bad boy of NFL media, I think that's been I don't well know, established. But I wouldn't go it's, quite that far. It's, you, let's you just would. move on. You certainly would. You used to call me that. Right. It's now shifted. <laughs> Actually, uh, due to some recent events. All right, Mr. Suit. And uh, yeah, I am a suit. It's subversive. And Mark, I call the rule follower of NFL media. It's like, tell me where to be. Tell me what to do. Punch in the punch in on the clock. Punch out. <laughs> I mean, I think it could home. not be any farther from the truth. But. Um, anyway, so Thursday night preview. Uh, we are going to also look into our crystal ball and make some. I don't know if they're predictions. It's more visions mm. on how the balance of the regular season will play out. That's fun. Uh, we're going to do some news. But before we do some news, let me just check in real quick here. Let's see. We forked teams three weeks ago today. Let's see if we – and I'm reading this in real time. I don't even know. Let's see. Is there any team that we're concerned about here three weeks on? The Packers. Nope. Nope. They lost two of three. They needed to find a way Prescient to beat on our part. the Titans uh, or, of course, the Eagles – uh, in addition to the Cowboys, they didn't. So they're cooked. And we're going to get to the Packers in a second. The Cardinals, feeling good after they uh, got two-point conversioned out of the playoff picture, potentially. The Jaguars, mm. you know, yeah, I we're okay. I we're don't okay. love where that's trending, but I don't feel I scared. Mean, they now, they're in the AFC. It's a totally yeah. different situation. They're three games back with, with They have six Berserker written all over them. I don't know if they're going to win seven in a row to go to the playoffs. Plus, they're playing the team of ATL this week. Watch out for Mm, that. They're going to cause problems for other teams. That's exactly what a berserker does. The Steelers, who you talked about, Greg, yesterday, um, they're getting better pickets, making some strides, but that's a team that's developing. They're not going to the dance. Again, the AFC, the Colts, see ya. The Texans, woebegone. 
There's moribund and there's woebegone. They're both. <laughs> and uh, the Panthers will be good there. But, you know, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold in a wide-open division there. Yes, Mr. Justin. Uh, with Nick Shook on the Week 11 recap show, we also forked the Browns. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. I feel okay about that. That one I, I was a little no- noivous about just because the Browns, I think, are a little Another better. Another seven-loss team with, with some hard games. They got remaining. seven? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we should be okay there. Too. No matter what, their their offense already has been very good. I gotta say, of all those teams that we buried, mm-hmm. the only one that I even have a little bit of little fear pause. about is the Panthers, just because I think they're gonna be one game back if the if the Bucks don't win next week, and and I think they got a hit little me with a drop. Hit me little with a little. Something. Hit it. Hit me with it. A little. Darnold. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Sam Darnold. Sam can do a lot for himself. And, and by the way, I don't. Schedule's uh, not too tough. Either. I don't always appreciate uh, our friend Jason Zumwalt, the voice of around the NFL, speaking for the group, saying that we believe in Sam Darnold. I am taking myself out of that mix. I do not. Uh, yes, I yes, do yes, not believe. Yes, him. yes. Okay. I, I mean, I also don't. I don't know what we say by believing in him. I believe that he's probably. A, I believe he had a nice game on on. Uh, I wish fairly Sunday. quality person, but I'm not believing in him as a quarterback. Did you say a fairly quality person? I don't know him. I did meet him in person. And was he very kind and he nice? He was kind. Yes, but t- that was t- a t- spot, t- little spot in time where he's just sort of doing what someone's asking. I wish him I to could do. quit Sam Darnold. But you know what? I'm kind of back so in for the balance of the season. <laughs> he's got I'm, an offensive line now. It is a better situation than they had a year I ago. I wish I knew how to quit you. I, I, I came <laughs> I came for you guys on the Baker Mayfield takes, and I feel like I got a W there. Now Sam finishes the season strong, and that will be my personal Geno Smith, if Sam can finish this season strong. Well, take him to the playoffs then. If you get to eight wins there somehow, if they go four and two down the stretch, See if that, PJ Walker that might starting just do two it. weeks from now. Could happen. But I wish I could quit him. All right, the U.S. Uh, lining up for a free kick here, just outside the box. I mean, they we we're in good shape. They've had a lot of opportunities here, Danny. Let's do some news. <laughs> They've been the better squad. Hey y'all, honestly, I've been wanting to say this in front of the team, but like, you know, since everything happened back in August, man, I promise you, like, everybody in this room have like shown me unconditional love, and support, man. Yeah, like, sailed the kick. Help me get to this point for real, man. I couldn't be more thankful for everybody in this room, man. Y'all, the people I turn to the most. After going through what I went through, man, just, you know, to have this opportunity to do what I did today, man, I uh, give all y'all the credit, man. Thank y'all. What a story. I wrote about this in the Power Rings, which you can check out on NFL.com, the latest, which is up there. Um, The qualifications for Comeback Player of the Year, as we know, are nebulous uh, to begin with. So why don't we dispense with any overthinking here and, and give the damn award to Brian it's nebulous. Robinson Jr., the mm. commander's running back who was shot twice in the leg in August. And uh, come Sunday, he, not, he returned to the lineup in October. And on Sunday, he looked like the guy that Washington thought they were getting at the third round pick in the draft. He's a great story. And that was a pretty cool mo- moment in the locker room after another commander's win. It is. I think that you just shooing him in as comeback player of the year, which which makes a lot of sense from a lot of angles. Mm-hmm. Um, feels like an arrow sent into the soul of Greg, who's got a Geno Smith uh, card he'd like to place in for Look, comeback player. You can't of the year. take away what's happening uh, with Geno this year, but that doesn't bother me personally. Unfortunately, I have bad news for you. I just Googled yeah. whether rookies are eligible, and someone <laughs> wrote an article about this a month <laughs> ago. Actually, the Associated Press did, wondering yeah. about Brian Robinson okay. specifically. And 
they were given a separate email specifically that rookies aren't candidates because the criteria are based on what happened in the previous NFL season okay. or season. Can, can so they actually sent an email out about can the I Robinson say, situation. I'm just giving you the news. Don't blame you. me. No, yeah. thank you for the update, but can we stop being so precious about a kind of a silly thing? Like, Agree. It's nebulous. We once gave Philip Rivers this award just for being crappy the year before. He, he wasn't even crappy. He was 17th in the QB index. He was fine. <laughs> Why, and also, why can we not amend some of these stiff exactly. rules from, from yesteryear? This is a special occasion. It's not going to happen again for for decades. I mean, Gino, what, what is Gino coming back from? Right. It's, it I, is Gino's nebulous. having an amazing year. From, right. from being wrongly benched by the New York Giants uh, and sticking it to him. I would like a most improved award. How about that? That, to me, is a little more specific. That's Gino Smith's award and nobody right. can touch it. Right, and I think that's a very that would be a meaningful award. A guy is at a certain level and you show at improvement. At point, do we have – I think that we got clear it. Clear for it for the, the massive popularity of this show relative to everything else, why don't we have more juice? When do we start getting juice? I did put some numbers out about our popularity today. It's a rare move that we've did had you? over 10 million downloads in the last three months. I just saw that. I just saw that. Oh, give me a break. If like one of these shows on NFL Network's up 3% in October, like in a certain demo, they're sending that now, out. We can't honk about 10 million. Let's go. I'm talking go. more about the competitors. They shouldn't uh, even know how far behind they are in the race. Okay, that's fair. Leave them in the dark. <laughs> I like let's, that. Let's like get that. to it. Aaron Rodgers. Do you think Aaron Rodgers? Why lead the news with Aaron Rodgers? He's the quarterback of a three and eight. Three and eight? Are they three and eight? Four and eight. Four and eight football team. That's basically even in the NFC, which is not as nails as the AFC right now. They're pretty much cooked. Uh, but he's Aaron Rodgers, and he's the defending two-time MVP, four times overall. And uh, when he left the Sunday night football game against the Eagles with an oblique injury that looked quite painful, he was concerned that he had a punctured lung. That's that's how. Um, serious he thought it might have been when he exited that game in Philadelphia. He was on, as he usually is, um, the Pat McAfee show this week. And despite speculation about Jordan Love, who finished that game in a a very impressive manner, getting a start this week ahead of the bye, uh, Rodgers made it sound like he doesn't want to cede anything to the kid. I got good news with the scans yesterday, so I plan on playing this week. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You're still playing in the NFL? You're still playing? I know. It's hard to believe, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, <laughs> the way I put that, it, <laughs> that was weird. Uh, the way I put that makes it sound like I'm like, oh, Rodgers isn't going to let the kid play. No, he deserves every right to play as long as he wants. He's, but at the same time, there might be Packers fans, Mark, that are like, I kind of want to see the kid because we got to figure out our future. A certain type of Packers fan, because I'm sure there's still a pocket that looks at the NFC. Like we're saying, there's still a chance here. If Aaron Rodgers did what we're used to in the past, which is with the Green Bay Packers, run the table down the stretch, it's not happening. This isn't that team. I, I mean, he, he's earned the right, if he's healthy, feels healthy, strong enough to play, to just say, this is my decision. It's a different situation than other teams. I do think, though, that there has to be a pocket of Packers fans and probably people within the building in the front office thinking, this would have been a great chance to see Jordan Love just because realistically with the way the NFL works now, you would have an opportunity if you're Green Bay, if Jordan Love looked great, to hang on to Aaron Rodgers and maybe shop Jordan Love or in reverse, if you want to eject your seat from a quarterback and Aaron Rodgers then probably has one more year after this year if he decides to come back at all, send Aaron Rodgers to a team like the Jets or fill in the blank that would give you a big jump start on rebuilding a new team. 
I am amazed, or I want more information on the the timing of this. I want more information on a lot of things that happen around in life. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. like we could just text like your that Deshaun, little friend. I don't know if you saw that Deshaun Kaiser interview where he said uh, the first thing Aaron Rodgers ever said to him was asking him if he uh, thought nine eleven was real, and then went through a, a whole bunch of other conspiracies what? that Aaron Rodgers kind of got. There was a into strange about Tuesday. He said to look into, like the first thing he said to Deshaun Kaiser was look into 9 Study it. Study it up. Uh, but He's what on I, the Pete Carroll. What I wanted, Jeff Buell, don't uh, know steel just, beams. He was just saying, surprise you? He was just uh, saying, do your research. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, oh I want to know what the oh, no. medical situation is within the building and the, the expectation of Aaron Rodgers playing this week or not before he said this. Because for him to say this on a Tuesday podcast appearance kind of makes it so that he's starting this week. I, I'm curious. He's calling the shots. We know that. Right. right? I'm a little yeah. curious, though, just like if they have already deemed him medically available or if he just feels that way, because sometimes players are more optimistic than the doctors are. They've got a bye week coming up, for instance. Uh, he might have seen that Bears-Jets game and thought like, man, this is a time for me to go roll up some numbers. Yeah, against just the like Chicago Mike LaFleur, team. I'm not letting Jordan Love get in his here brother was like, yeah, let's get White, Mike White on the field <laughs> instead of Wilson for this Bears game and get some good vibes. That's probably what maybe Matt LaFleur is thinking. And speaking of Matt LaFleur, did anyone notice after, I know it was late in the game and it was kind of decided, even though it looked like it was closer, the final score on Sunday night, after the first Jordan Love touchdown to Watson, they cut to Matt LaFleur. Um, you know, you had what you had, uh, you had love on the bench and holding the iPad and LaFleur was like leaning over him in a smiling animated way, like chopping up. All right, what do we, it's like, have we ever seen no. LaFleur like that with Rogers, especially this season? It's the first time he smiled all season. <laughs> yeah, you were so funny in the moment. Nobody like Matt LaFleur hasn't, hasn't looked happier. He looks, so he looked thrilled to just be chopping it up with this kid quarterback who probably is like listening to him. Yeah. We should point out Matt LaFleur said as long as Rodgers is healthy, he's starting. He said that quickly after the game. And he also – Rodgers also said previous to this interview that he intends to start if healthy as long as they're mathematically in contention. And at that point, like – Might not I be guess too much longer. Right. At that point, yeah, I guess he was saying he understands uh, the idea of Jordan Love playing. So uh, there's a lot it, going I, on here. I get that Aaron Rodgers is super extra, but is it so out of bounds for – a quarterback who's been their guy forever if he did get good results away from or within the team walls to say I'm optimistic that I'll play that I want to play he says I'm planning on playing this week but then yeah. I, I, don't I don't see think it it's just out of as like a Machiavellian thing it's like I think if anything no, though, it puts out his intentions I want to play if the team shuts him down it can't it can't spin into all this thing where Aaron Rodgers is detached he doesn't care he's willing to shut himself down right I'm just curious I just am curious and there's no way to know of what like the front office's reaction when they first heard him on the McAfee show that's well all. I'm sure just they've curious. had reactions to multiple McAfee appearances at this I point I was gonna say that's, think? Like, that's, that's probably like, the least, like how they start their week right? <laughs> let's watch McAfee's show and see what's going on with our team uh, and by the way the Packers have a bye week in 14 so they're gonna spank Chicago. And um, that's what I mean. It makes sense to sit him for yeah, one week Vikings, to get healthy. Yeah. Well, even. it does. But now I'm thinking about he won't. He'll play until maybe they're mathematically eliminated. They'll win this week. They hit the bye. The Vikings clinch the NFC North with a win over the Jets and a, a Lions loss, I believe. But this now becomes about the wild card, obviously, for the Packers. So they'll, you know, they'll probably still be while. in the mix until week. 15, 16, you know. That's going to go 18 weeks. Just let me know how this thing's going. Uh, all right. Let's move 
Um, the Texans can be officially eliminated this week, Dan. I know that is on your mind. They would be the, the first team they to gone. be officially eliminated. Well, what would be cooler than them actually refusing to do that and stop losing and make mm. the playoffs? Beat the Browns. Just beat Watson. That would be great. Yeah. Just the, beat the Browns. They should they'd quickly beat the become, Browns and then just Super fold. Bowl. Right. They'd Super quickly Bowl. become heroic to many. Uh, the other huge disappointing NFC team is the Los Angeles Rams and their star defender, Aaron Donald. He has a high ankle sprain, we're learning. Uh, and he's uh, this week he's been meeting with doctors, determining the severity. And, Greg, apparently there's some reporting out there that uh, Donald, who's only missed two games his whole career, could be shut down, a la a potential Matt Stafford situation here. Yeah, I saw it from Jordan Rodriguez of, of The Athletic. Uh, she, she reported that. I'm not sure if it's elsewhere. I trust Jordan. Right. More than anyone in the world. That, I, I, sure. at, I, at this point, don't expect... Maybe my mom. Right, to see Aaron Donald Dead again this season. first. Put your mom on her heels. Debbie first. Jordan Rodriguez hit the scene. Jordan Rodriguez second. Yeah. God, three. Competition not over. Yes, go ahead. God go. taking the <laughs> bronze here. <laughs> Rodriguez in a big spot. I think it's fair to question the timing and the decision here. And I don't have a problem with the decision, but just with the way it, it's coming out here. He, he finished that game. He played 60 snaps. And if they were, if they had their own draft pick, people would say, well, this is tanking. Sure. I, I think this is probably closer to doing uh, an all-time great player who doesn't have anything more to prove, a solid, and also thinking of uh, load management a little bit for next season for Aaron yeah, Donald, and, and that's know. fine. They're paying him a lot of money to play football. But I, I would guess it would come solid. more from the team yeah. than, than it would from Aaron Donald. But that's just my Yes, guess. the Rams, of course, are part of their trade uh, to get Matthew Stafford. They dealt this year's upcoming year's pick to the Lions. So the Lions stand to get – you know, the Rams are – I'm checking out tankathon.com slash NFL – the I Ram- love that site. They're all the, they're all the way up. The defending Super Bowl champion is all the way up to the number three overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft, and they're not too far behind. They're a half game behind Chicago. Houston's got that thing. I'd locked. say their most likely pick is two. I I feel like the I don't know if Chicago, Chicago wins again if Fields doesn't play. Well, that's fair. When I, we I'm to, assuming Fields returns, but we that's used fair. to go to Cozy Inn after various NFL events mm. or non-events. Uh, or just a regular day, and like, but there would be times at these events that would go into the night where suddenly Dan Hansis was not there. He'd pull the old Irish goodbye, and he has Irish heritage, so mm-hmm. he's skilled at it. I think the Rams are pulling an Irish goodbye to the season. That's sort of how I see it. It's like, well, well it's, said. It's not a tank. There's no real purpose there. It's just like you get higher in the second of, round, I guess. But that seems silly. <laughs> seems I mean, that's. That is a Aaron long Donald, don't worry about plan. playing the last month of the season. <laughs> We've got a second-round pick coming. Our second-round pick needs to be two slots higher. But I guess literally that is more effective than anything else they can accomplish this year. What a mess this year has been. Okay, we've them. got some uh, developing news here from uh, the soccer game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Zimmerman just came in as a sub, Mark. Okay. What is your analysis at the 81st minute? Too early, too late? Do you like the move? I like the move. I think, I think you're – Oh, it's, you're, save by the Americans. You're looking for a last-minute spark here. Okay. I know the intonation is that I don't understand the sport, Greg, but I actually spent all Saturday watching American England. Uh, No, none of us um, are experts. I think we all are are owning that. No, not an expert on this side of the table either. But we're – 
Look at this. Well, this one, is compelling radio. We got about we got about ten minutes <laughs> left. Three guys here. watching television. A one a show that will be long Mark, over by the time Mark, you listen like, to this. Much like my parents initially thought this was radio, thinks it still thinks of it as cute. Radio. Well, it's audio. Well, don't it's even audio. correct them. It's just cute. Um, it's sound in your ear, unless you're one of these goons watching on YouTube. Shout out to Debbie and Tom. They're pretty loyal. They listen to around the NFL now on their walks. So. Oh, that's adorable. Well, hello What's to up? both of you. What do they think about us? I think they just joined in like a year or two. What do they think about Mark? One of our new listeners. Oh, they're huge fans. They always ask about it. They you. like us they more like than us like, everyone. you know, your wife. She, everyone, everyone. What's the power rankings? Do, do everyone's they like us more than Greg's wife or do they like us more than Greg's wife likes us? That's what he meant. <laughs> yeah. But I, either way is, uh, I mean, we need to get those Rosenthal right? family we're power up, rankings. We're coming up in the wrong category family, on both I, questions. I think everyone in the family recognizes, um, we're, we're all family now. We're in this for life at this point. Uh, this is, this is it career wise. I'm not moving on to a second thing. All right. Well, we're going to get that on paper at the end of the show. Greg with like nine other podcasts, not moving on to a second thing. (laughs) Uh, Injury update. You know, it's a bummer, uh, but this is the way it goes. It's a very physical sport, American football, uh, and the offensive core of the 49ers was healthy and all together for two weeks, and it was fun, and it was scary, and Elijah Mitchell and Christian McCaffrey formed a terrifying duo in the backfield. Well, Elijah Mitchell is back on IR with another MCL sprain. I think it's in the other knee, so he just can't figure it out in the MCL game this year. He's out six to eight weeks, which, do the math, that takes us, what, into January, maybe deep into January. Um, so you have Mitchell back out the door. Christian McCaffrey, by the way, is dealing with some knee irritation, and he was kind of in and out of the line. So keep an eye on the Niners there. Um, also, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who has been a huge pickup for the Eagles. He's out indefinitely, according to um, Tom Pelissero, who we call the Pell Razor. The Pell Razor. Appropriately. Uh, he's out <laughs> indefinitely with a lacerated kidney. That doesn't sound pleasant. That's a big loss for Philly's secondary. And uh, we did mention uh, the Bears, Kyle Mooney, their wide receiver. Kyle Darnell Mooney, the, the Saturday Night Live uh, expert. Uh, <laughs> short video maker. <laughs> Kyle, I love Kyle I love Mooney. He won't Kyle be playing Mooney. for Chicago this weekend either. Well, yeah, you didn't let me finish. Kyle okay. Mooney will not be playing for the Bears. He'll be working on internet shorts. He's also 112 pounds. Uh, Darnell Mooney, their wide receiver, he is done for the year. Uh, moved to injured reserved with a foot issue. I believe, uh, suffered against the I Jets. love Kyle Mooney. I, re- I was watching, I remember the Padres, I think, in the NLCS or World Series, and they showed, like, the front row, and there was Kyle Mooney in, like, heavy Padres gear, and I was like, oh, there there he is, a real dude. Didn't Kyle expect Mooney. that. I didn't expect him to be a sports guy. Um, so there you go. That's the injury update. Some big losses there. I- I'm worried about the 49ers running back situation. I don't know why they traded Jeff Wilson, who they – Loves as like a leader, a leader in the club, like one of their captain type of guys uh, that that everyone looked to. And you have two guys in McCaffrey and and uh, Elijah Mitchell who always are injured. Well, you like I looked at this a little bit. Mitchell obviously missed games this year. He missed him last year. You know they also traded Raheem Mostert to Mike McDaniel's team. So I'm like the, the trade route between San Francisco and Miami is almost like. We really want to help you become a force. And now we're going to play you this weekend, and you have half our players. But Raheem Mostert <laughs> missed like 35 games dating back to 2017 with the Niners. Jeff Wilson missed games. Now you have Chris McCaffrey, who's historically missing games left and right. It's like, I, McCaffrey aside, like I would like to, if I had time, 
or if I cared enough, mm-hmm. uh, look into the sports science situation in San Francisco's running back room because it is there, over there's and There's the long form. Well, Tevin Coleman has missed games. But now Tevin Coleman's the guy that Matt Barrow said never underestimate Shanahan's fondness for veteran Tevin, Tevin Coleman, who now is a major factor on a team that two weeks ago set an embarrassment of riches in terms of weapons, let's, I don't let's like just where get, it's going. Let's just, Frank, let's get him out of the boxing ring. That thing is, that's not a good look. Let's get him back on the field. Get your boy the inconvenient truth <laughs> in that backfield. Give a, give a nice 3.6 yards per carry. It doesn't really fit with the Shanahan sort of uh, one cut and go. I just want like four, <laughs> three speed guys sure. that they usually go for, like Tevin Coleman back on the, that 2016 Falcons team. Yep. Uh, Tendency breaker. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. is a mystery and that's the beauty of it but also what makes it scary there's a frightening element to not knowing what happens next here in the NFL we have six weeks remaining in the regular season and we will use our powers our crystal ball in fact now do we have a crystal ball physically maybe something for the prop department to get on for next year's segment. This year, just imagine it. We will look into our crystal ball and we will predict how the regular season will play out for 
several teams. Mm. Mark, get us going. I'm going to start with an individual prediction. Ooh. On December 29th, yes. week 17. Why do I always start with Mark? I always make the same mistake. This is a prediction. It's okay, not a mistake. Ahead. Odell Beckham. Ah. Now at this point, nestled with the Cowboys on Thursday night football against the Titans. Yes. Makes an incredible one-handed grab down the right sideline that, on tape, resembles a carbon copy of Beckham's rookie heroics from 2014. After the game, Jerry Jones, atop a number one seeded Cowboys team, tells reporters, I've said before, Odell has always been like a son to me. We're proud to have him wear the star on his helmet. Every segment takes on a similar form for Mark. <laughs> this is a, a specific play prediction and post-game reaction. I'll take the prop. I'll take the sandwich prop. <laughs> and a team prediction. I called them the best team in the NFC. Oh, they were going to be the number one seed. Already by December 29th, because there's still two weeks left of the regular sure. season. By I think they're so they'll have the number one seed right now. They, if they beat the Eagles. The Cowboys. Yeah. That was that was couched within that graph there that I just read. Do you have anything on like any other air travel issues for Odell between now and December 29th? I think that will uh, clear itself up by then. <laughs> Wait, in that in that um, <laughs> recollection or, or vision rather of what you saw in the crystal ball, did you go into depth about how you and Dan would feel about it? Because uh, on our on our YouTube show, the graphic says that it will annoy you guys. That's what I headlined it, that Odell will Me do something well. that likely annoy... <laughs> sure. Well, I, I, like didn't we, hear th- I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Did, like I, did I miss that? Well, I, I, I kind of just let that be the spirit yeah. of it. But I, I think that you and I are <laughs> slightly annoyed by I some think, of the Odell Beckham I experience. I think a lot all. is made of Odell. And I, you know what? He kind of quieted... That a little bit by being, at times, a dynamic player for a champion Rams team before blowing his ACL. But he does get a lot of pop for a guy that hasn't had a, like a 1,000-yard season in six years and is on the wrong side of 30 coming well, off a reconstructive Some guys are just bigger stars than they are players. I, I, I that, think so. So maybe that – but a rare guy that crossed I'm over. I'm also asking you to imagine, yeah. like, yes. if he does what I just said, he duplicates almost exactly the mm, one-handed catch that, now as a Cowboy right. in a major game on Thursday Night Football against a Titans team that could be highly seeded. Like, you don't think that's coverage won't get, get annoying 24 hours later? I, see, if he does something special to warrant all the attention he gets, less annoying. If, yeah. he, if he does nothing and he still gets covered as if he is Justin Jefferson and Randy Moss rolled into one, that that's mm. what sometimes gets on my radar with Odell. I'm not even that's, giving him heat about the airplane thing. No, we've the not, guy got we've, smashed we've in Miami. Not even, we've not even touched that. The man's just trying to pass out in peace on the plane after right. a party in Miami, and they're giving him the business. Just I mean, put the, the seatbelt on for him. The agent went a little hard on the flight attendant <laughs> uh, in terms of some of his descriptors. Having not, I mean, you know, been on the plane, I, I'm willing to just understand or, or feel in my mind that that I don't know that whole story. And I never will know it, but that I'll just recognize. Well, that's why there's you're probably, a fair and balanced There's probably more to Dan and I attempting to discuss it. You know? I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm not letting him off the hook, but I'll never really know. Right. I think he was totally. drunk. Yeah. That I might stand be, by that. That might be it. It could be very it may simple. Maybe more. Maybe, but we don't know. It could be simple. I, I just think I care about the profession of the flight attendant, too. But a lot of people that right. listen to the show are flight attendants, I presume. All right. Some. Well, this crystal ball vision is uncomfortably close. We have different. Oh, wait a second! Crystal balls. We got Iran's got a big shot here. Hang on. Little free kick action. We're in the ninety-second minute. They have nine minutes of extra time. Oh, Oh. he just missed to the left. 
Oh, the po- oh! Oh, he's in pain mentally. He's mentally, unhappy. he's anguished. Yeah. The Americans, celebratory. That seemed like an American woman right there. Now I am. I am curious, and and you're right. Uh, I, I'm curious how much of our our English listeners have now turned over to this game because they've they've celebrated a romp over Wales. Three nothing. Be, be proud of yourselves, England. You still you still won the group stage. It was a little embarrassing how you were outplayed by the U.S., but you know you you got the job done. Well done. I think they'd be one, the the second team I'm rooting for, England. So, it, all right, let's. Why? Why? I I wouldn't know why you would feel that way. Is it feel because, a kinship you know, to, because, to that part of the world? because because what? I mean, because I we've traveled there many there, times as a group. You live there. You grew up no. here. But, uh. what, what? Who? You? Or do you have some? Do you? Would you like to see them suffer? Is that your take? No, of course. I'm. I'm. England's fine. They're mm. cool with me. <laughs> I wanted to. All right, let's get my, back. My to house this. is a big samurai blue household, so J- Japan is is the number two spot in Absolutely my house. Absolutely makes sense because the kids that makes and, sense. and, and the wife are makes sense. Very unfortunately, they play at two in the morning. So what's really the tough sitch? All right, my crystal ball. Yeah, we got them from different stores. They were actually store bought crystal balls, um, but we have oh. access. to See, like I got mine spe- from a mystical wizard <laughs> atop a mountain. Oh, but, oh yeah, we but, have access to special tell me about your stores TJ Maxx that only people on ball. TV yeah. uh, can go to. <laughs> Illuminati crystal ball. And when I looked into it, it was similar to, to Mark's. Hmm. And it involved the Cowboys. And it was that the Cowboys would be playing for the number one seed in week 18. Wow, you guys really are in lockstep. I know. I wish um, I wish our crystal balls were a little different. I think it's or that we knew that. that they were so similar. It almost confirms. I mean, you're, you're having... It's true. You know, it's a good thing. Or we got the exact same crystal ball from the same store, and then mm-hmm. I want to refund. Spencer's. We're going to just have the same uh, visions. <laughs> this team right now not only is loaded defensively, number one uh, now in DVOA. They've passed the Patriots. That was a fake Patriots, number one. They got the Colts and the Texans. They're at Jacksonville, which is frisky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they have that big game Saturday night against the Philadelphia Eagles, which could wind up deciding the NFC East. You mentioned the Thursday night affair against the Titans. I don't necessarily think even they have to win both of those games as long as they beat the Eagles. Uh, I think they're going to be in position to go get that one seed. I am a believer in what Dak Prescott is showing me right now. And when he's at his best, and he's he's had some ups and downs. Those who are fans of Dak, and I consider myself one of them, have to admit that. Some seasons haven't been better than others. But when he's right, he's a top-five quarterback, and I just think he has the looks of a top-five quarterback. And this defense and this team and a pretty good offensive line that can run block and is well-coached with a top-five quarterback, watch out. I'm with you on that. I like, I like the opportunity they have. I, I struggle... I just said playing for it. I still have the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I'm I got not the Eagles off that. just ahead of them. So something's going to have to happen there. And the 49ers, even despite the injuries to both those teams I just mentioned, I still think it's they're the clear top three teams with the Vikings after that. And it feels like a coin toss. But you just looked into a crystal ball. So that tells me a lot. It doesn't matter where it came from, which yeah. store. You keep mentioning low-grade stores. <laughs> well, you got yours in a strip mall. I did go to a mountaintop, a man with a long white beard – and a blue hat with stars on it. And he said, take this. Read the future in a profound, real way, not a kid way. And they said, all right, I don't even know what that means until you guys told me about your crystal balls. And it's like, oh, see, he really does. Merlin knew what he's talking about. Well, hit us with it. Here it comes. See where this goes. <laughs> you know, I have to acknowledge, and I did 
on power rankings this week. The Bucks. I feel like Wes. It was a Wesism. He used to say, you know, you know, trust the game, not the name. And the Bucks, with their pedigree and their recent track record of success, and of course the quarterback and the supporting cast that we've come to expect, um, good to great things. It just hasn't happened, and I just thought that the Cleveland loss that featured six three and outs, uh, uh, just a real lame overtime performance, um, it just tells you as we turn the calendar to December, this is it. This is this is who they are. They're never going to be an explosive offense, and I know they play in an NFC South with, you know, marginal teams, mediocre to bad teams, right? But as I look into this crystal ball, I, I see continued issues for the Bucks. They got a game, uh, Sunday night football, or Monday night football game against the Saints next week mm. that I could see going against them. Then they go to San Francisco. Then they host the Bengals. Then they go at Arizona. Then they get the Panthers, and then at Falcons. And I, the crystal ball is telling me, despite everyone saying, ah, uh, you know, they'll finish this off. They'll take care of business. They'll get right. Oh, Oh, <laughs> the U.S. in their own crystal ball. I, I foresee a win despite Is what's happening right here with a minute left. A <laughs> no, I believe that the Bucks will fall out of um, first place or at least drop into a tie at the very least. And this division will be wide open as we get to those final division games in week 17 and mm. week 18. All they have to do is lose their next game, and they've, they're out of first place, or they're tied uh, with the Falcons. I think crisis mode is coming mm. for uh, the Bucks, and that's what will happen. I Did, mean, they've scored 22 points or more once since week four. It's just so not I, happening. I'm with you. I, I think I came out of – I know they only scored 21 points in Germany against the Seahawks. Something about that game, the way they ran the ball – they, I, there was, you know, Julio Jones involved. You kind of saw maybe this is the thing that happens with Tom Brady in general. You've been through all this crisis, hemming and hawing. He's had a tough autumn himself personally. But now you round into shape and the nucleus of Tom Brady comes out along with the rest of the team. And then you go in. It's like, guess what? You've just been bested by one of the better quarterback stories in the entire league this year, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, who knows Tom Brady as well as any guy around the league who's not a starter, and went in there and took it to the Bucks. That's the first time Tom Brady ever went into the final couple minutes of a game up 7 nothing, up by seven points, and were felled. He did it to Tom Brady. As you two watch soccer, I, my, my words go into the complete ether. I'm simply wasting my time. There are seconds left in the match, Mark. I, I, it was a, it was a tricky I decision. Thrilled. I just was like attempting. We are running. We are operating the show here still. Blame Qatar for moving this thing to the I middle do, of the football actually, season. I do, I do, and they can come to my house right. if they have an issue. With I, I never understood I that. So they was originally in the summer, and then it, then they figured out. Did it's you too know hot in the summer? Did you know the like, migrant why didn't workers? Why did they know that to begin with? The migrant workers that were uh, tasked with building all those stadiums were. They decided the players can't play. We're through, by the way. And they've done it! The players can't play in the summer, but they had these poor workers building these stadiums in 120-degree temperatures. That's why they moved it to winter. It was entirely too hot. Yeah, it seems like a complete botch. Great job by the States. We're through! Very nice. That'll be fun. So they advanced to the knockout tournament with England. 
And uh, I believe and we'll be playing Netherlands, who uh, the FIFA World rankings tell me is eighth. That feels like a good draw. Doable. That former, feels former home of Mr. F. Doable. That's true. It's a rivalry matchup. Um, all Mr. Right. F, you're going. No, we well, Mr. Love, F is Mr. now F. back in the States, Greg. So right, and he's, he's American to yeah. begin with. So, yeah. But he's a he's a world traveler, <laughs> so who knows? He he's might be in Qatar. Yeah. Anything else? Anybody else have another one they want to throw out there? I, I do. I thought we were doing two. I don't know. we got to keep moving here, but go ahead. It, all right. If you feel strongly Wait, about Wait, I thought one, you just had one, and we didn't listen to it. No, he was replying to mine. Oh, he's still talking. He could have been doing his in that window. Can I, I'll, give you, I'll give you this one. <laughs> yeah. That's how right. little uh, engaged we were. That's our fault. Well, there's I mean, this, no, that's this, no the, the change world. of pace. All right, here we go. Uh-oh. The six and five Chargers hit the skids like an old downtown L.A. hobo, tumbling to the Raiders, getting smacked by the Dolphins and physically scorched by the Titans. At six and eight... <laughs> Brandon Staley's seat is wicked pissa hot. His mission, outduel ex-ESPN analyst Jeff Saturday on Monday Night Football in Week 16. In a super tight tilt, Mr. Saturday shows he's learned from his past game management tumbles, going so far as to impress couch sitters on Twitter with his adroit use of a timeout with 37 seconds to go in the game that sets up a game-winning field goal attempt. <laughs> Meanwhile... Brandon Staley is enthusiastically slapped on the back by numbers bods for going for it on 4th and 3, 4th and 5, and 4th and 21, all from within LA's own 25-yard line. Problem is, the Chargers fall, fail on all three attempts in a game the Colts win in the final seconds thanks to Saturday's in-game clock savvy. 24 hours later, Staley is horizontal on a luxury beach in Turks and Caicos reading House Beautiful while Chargers ownership sits in hour five of, of a burning hot phone call with Sean Payton. Okay, first of all, uh, a lot of questions here. House Beautiful, I need more context than that. That's a, a number, that's a magazine, it's a publication for people that are into uh, essentially house interior decoration and house knickknacks. Okay, second of all, clearly Mark uh, was not enjoying the uh, the nerds getting on Jeff Saturday, and I am putting myself in that group mm -hmm. for his no, timeout usage. Enjoy it, fine. It's just like I mean. And then third, I would just this is more of just like a, a point of information. If the Chargers were going for it on fourth and twenty-one uh, within their own twenty-five, they were they were on the four-yard line or the the three, the two, or or the one. So what a bold yeah. that would be a bold call. I, it's to like go Staley for that. going all that, out in, love, a, in what he could tell was like an edge moment for just himself. Just wanted to spell out the yeah. humor and ruin it. And I never want to shackle you, Mark, but you are aware that uh, your crystal ball predictions are exactly the same as your Friday fun show predictions Stop. and your sandwich props and your what's more likelys. They're all the same. I only care if the listener likes them. All right. Well, that's the most important thing. Are I, we good here? Can I, we move on? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Great. Okay. Are we good? Let's move on. We'll be right back and we'll hit the Thursday night preview. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. All right, welcome back. And yes, this TNF preview is presented by Prime Video, the new exclusive home for Thursday night football. It's still new. It's new, but it's more like newish. All right, let's get into it. AFC East tilt. Greggy Rosenthal, you got your New England Patriots, and it's a huge game for the Pats, let's face it, on a couple of levels. They're coming off a competitive but still frustrating loss to the Vikings on Thanksgiving. That was their fifth loss. Um, You have to track these losses now as we're getting deeper into the season. If you go to, um, uh, if you get beat by Buffalo here, you're in a bad way. Uh, You almost need to find a way. And yet the Bills have really owned the Patriots in the last couple of years. Yeah. After last season where the Patriots did not force a punt in the final two games that he played against Josh Allen, I think who played quarterback at a level as high as I've ever seen any quarterback. And he kept it going the next week in, in Kansas city, uh, by the way, I just don't know what answers they have. I know this is a different bills offense right now than, than they were at that point in the season a year ago, but Josh Allen's coming to Foxborough. It's supposed to be windy in this game. Maybe that helps you out. He's got the UCL injury. Maybe the weather, you know, the fact that he's playing outdoors and it's windy gives them a hand and you think, okay, running game. That that favors the Patriots, right? The Patriots are the worst running team in the league in huh? EPA since week six. I don't know anything about this Patriots team. They're one huh. of the most mystifying teams, I think, in that the surprises NFL. Me. They're they're asking Mac Jones to run an offense that goes downfield all the time, which doesn't shouldn't work against the Bills. Worked last week though; it looked great. Their defense is ranked super high, but they're really high in variance too, where they're either great or they're pretty mediocre, and they haven't been great against good quarterbacks. I don't. I think they have a chance because they have good things in their team that pop up, but they're very confusing to me. There's almost nothing that's been consistent about this team week to week, month to month, and that's very unlike a Patriots well, the, team. Oh, go ahead, Mark. No, 
you go, please. Okay, I was going to say the the Belichick uh, effed up hive uh, was kicked up again uh, on Thanksgiving uh, because they were, again, a lot of self-inflicted errors that you don't usually see from New England, especially this time of year when they let other teams um, set themselves on fire as they soar to victory after victory. The 0 for 3 in the red zone. I know Hunter Henry caught it, but 0 for 3 in the red zone. They surrender a kickoff return for a touchdown. They commit five penalties to create first downs. Uh, for the Vikings. And is that because this team doesn't have the right balance behind the scenes on the coaching staff? Sure. That's, that's something you want to debate. Go ahead. But it does surprise me and Damian Harris being out of the mix again, that's not going to help. They really have something I think with Stevenson and Harris as a backfield, but how much of this is just the line and its inability to be right. efficient this year? I think it's almost all the line because yeah. Stevenson is awesome. Harris won't play in this game uh, most likely, which is unfortunate. That kind of gets to what I was talking about, too, that at, at points this year, the lines looked great. Now Isaiah Wynn is out, who hasn't played great. Uh, overall, it's just been very inconsistent. They did block really well and gave Mac Jones some time a week ago, which was the first time. So that's like something to build on. I just I just don't know what you're going to get with this team. It was the first last two weeks have been the first two weeks where Mac Jones has looked comfortable to me. And I, I thought last week was a real step. I, I guess to your point with the Patriots, I don't know what translates from week to week. I mean, if you look at their wins, they came against a floating Steelers team, uh, the Lions, who were not, they were having their issues at the time, a Browns team that was discombobulated, two wins over the Zach Wilson Jets, and a Sam Ellinger-led Colts team that got demolished by New England. So it's like, where's the... But they beat them down in a way that other teams haven't, all of those games. So that's that's partly what's confusing, though. Their defense, their defense has, has burned bright at times, but I, I don't really view this as uh, a Patriots team of old. And last year when they beat the Bills, it was that super weird, wonky game in that insane weather scenario where they passed for 19 yards and ran the ball the entire time. But then you put them in a different setting and you got the Josh Allen version that destroyed them. The thing is that Josh Allen, I know that Tony Romo hammered this home to such an extent. I think the elbow is still an issue. You still see him throwing like Josh S throws that are like incredible and he's still at the late game heroics, but the Bills red zone offense has been a huge mess, a lot large in part because of Allen's turnovers, his decision making, forcing some stuff. And they seem a little bit to me like they're they came into the first month plus looking utterly unstoppable. They've hit their own troubles. This happened to them last year. This is a great place can't, for Buffalo to work themselves can't out. Can't you of see it. Buffalo's offense and maybe the elbow is something that you can't overlook, but flipping the switch the way it did last year down the stretch and becoming dominant, including in the red zone, because some of it is just this game though, necess- like is it this early? Sure. I, I think yeah. they I think they obviously feel comfortable against Belichick and, and to the point the Patriots beating up on these bad quarterbacks, they're still great at that. So that it does make it uh, more difficult to figure out who exactly the Patriots are. Now, one thing that's going to really help the Patriots is Von Miller is not playing for the Bills because he suffered uh, a knee injury um, on Thanksgiving, and that's going to put him on the shelf for an unknown amount of time right now. And, you know, you're hearing things that he's going to need surgery, and who knows if he even comes back. And he is known as their closer, and he very much, Greg, has filled that, that uh, void for them as this guy that finishes games off the defense isn't going to be as good without him. No, and that's what made this team special was their pass rush. I think it's really important, though, for them, the players they are getting back, especially knowing that Miller's out. Greg Rousseau is coming back, who's their best 
uh, pass rusher outside of Miller will probably flip sides to his natural side and is a good run stopper. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano are going to play together for the first time, it seems like, in mm. forever. One of the two of those guys who are both really playing well. M- Milano's having a preposterous season, an all-pro type of season. Preposterous, uh, I like that. He re- for an off-ball linebacker, how he shows up every week is just crazy. And so they're healthier on balance. Jordan Poyer uh, has been in and out, and he- he's been back. And So they're healthier defensively, and they should be able to pressure Mac Jones. This will be a great test for Mac Jones, because I agree Mark, that's the best he's looked all season. They he still like hasn't been totally comfortable with pressure, which I thought he was pretty well. He did a good job as a rookie, and so that's the next thing is not taking so many sacks. And this is a game uh, where I think he's, you're going to have to avoid negative plays because they just struggle to overcome. I mean, that. Mac Jones finally showed that he could throw the ball down the field. I thought against the Vikings, he was seven for ten for a 173 on 10 plus air yards throw after being the second worst quarterback in the league on those Mm. kinds of throws. I mean, I think that is a function of the offense, a function of him going through a really rough summer, um, getting benched at one point. It's been been like such a depressing season. I think it's an opportunity, no matter what the Patriots do, for Mac Jones to kind of rewrite his year two. If he can take what happened on Thanksgiving, go forward. I don't think it's happening against the Bills that like their their slump wasn't just Josh Allen. It was their health, like you just mentioned. They, They went through this last year. I, I think the Bills, like, I don't think anyone's questioning Josh Allen or questioning who the Bills are. These teams are confusing to me, though. I'm not questioning who the Bills are, but I I don't know if they're going to be, you know, the best team in the league. I don't know how these last six weeks go. Both of these teams could take off, and it wouldn't totally shock me. I think the Patriots have the pieces and the coaching in place that they could go 4-2, and 5-1 and one down the stretch. They could win this game and put themselves in a good spot. They, they've shown enough positives on each side of the ball that that's possible and that Belichick can outcoach you for a game. I don't game. know. They've got the Bills twice. They've got the Bengals. Mm. And I know people are still waiting for the Dolphins to get that kind of win, but the Dolphins look unstoppable to me and 10 times more potent than New England. That's fair. Well, let's see how it Come ends. on, you want to lock it up oh. against the Patriots. I do, but for the reasons, some of the reasons we just talked about, the Bills, I think, are kind of coming out of it after some turbulence, but they just haven't had that you know, we're out of our mind right now, stretch. And I'm trying I'll to think. I'll do it. I'll look up the bills. Oh, wow. Right now. Why not? Locking it up. Justin says no. Oh, okay. Justin says no. I was seeing if Sean could get the animation up. Justin's it, hammered watching. We're not we were no, game coverage. I enjoyed it because I, I just was staring at in Mark's blue eyes staring at Dan and I was wondering well, how long can we how long can we hold this moment because personally that was my favorite moment of the show we can't do hold lock it. bros every hold week because we're no. no longer you know I, a, I needed to separate from you at some point because I was one game behind you I'm now two, right. behind, two behind the leader Greg um, after last week's total implosion a personal disaster unfolded so mm-hmm. you turn it around as soon as possible and that's Thursday night think about what happens though if this game goes the other way Think well, about that I, weekend. Think about I, how your weekend Then I go pays. L.A. Rams, and I just start shutting people down <laughs> left and right and start focusing on next season. <laughs> I, I think if I wasn't a Patriots fan, I think it, it makes a lot of sense. It's too uh, it's too much to block And the last time the Patriots team. beat uh, the Bills, yes, I believe it was, uh, I'm going to say, week 14, and it was a, a game in absurd conditions, weather conditions that completely negated uh, what the Bills do. Well, yeah, that was a crazy game last year. And that then, caused problems between the three of us because I believed in what New England did in that game. 
That's right. And then the Bills, two weeks later, went to Foxborough. And that's why I, I was checking uh, the history of this rivalry, recent history. It was in Foxborough that they hammered mm. uh, the Pats and then did it again in <laughs> grotesque form, in preposterous form, in the uh, wild card playoffs a couple weeks after I mean, that. they were scared of little to, Gillette as, Stadium. As someone who remembers those games well, they were both preposterous. Yes. At All least right. Mac Jones played fairly well in the playoffs. All right, that's good stuff. That was the TNF preview presented by Prime Video. The new era of Thursday Night Football is officially here, and it's only on Prime Video. By the way, uh, I know I didn't get this uh, prediction in, yeah, um, but it's a little connected to this game. I I was hoping, and I I tweeted about this, that the Bills-Jets would be in week 14, the Sunday Night Football game. Just made too much sense. Apparently, that's not happening. It just doesn't seem like it's happening, and they might try to take the Bills-Dolphins game the next week. We'll see. I don't really know. But here's my uh, prediction to wrap this up uh, for you as a Jets fan. The Jets are finally getting into primetime. Week 18, (laughs) they're the final game. I always track this more than anything. Ah. Jets, Dolphins winning in for the Jets. Sunday night football, like they Sounds once terrifying. were back in the day against the Bengals. Where is it? In New York? In Miami? That was the 2009 season. I think the game is in New York. No, they beat them in uh, New York. I think it's in Miami. It is in Miami. What a um, great place to wrap up night, this season. It would be less hot. Um, <laughs> yeah, if they, if NBC, shame on NBC and everyone that works behind the scenes <laughs> on that show, if they don't flex the Jets in once in what's been a really exciting Roller coaster season as this team has returned to relevance. If they can't figure out a way to get that team on a primetime stage for the first time in over a decade, it's a disgrace. Also, like, I mean, the NBC- challenge is out. The challenge has been put out there, Greggy. NBC, you know, <laughs> essentially based in New York. The Today Show based in New York. Got a tons of Jets fans behind the scenes. What are they doing here? Right, put this- it this way. If it doesn't happen, I'm doing some digging. And I'm not happy what I find potentially. Let's get Jets uh, versus one of the versus largest the, networks on the planet. The team of ATL, Jets Lions in Sunday Night Football. Let's Woo-wee. do that. All right. Good. To, and uh, Greg's crystal ball. Okay. I had another one. I don't want to be negative. I was going to be negative about the other New York team, no. but I don't want to do that. No. So let's just move on. Let's say goodbye, in fact. Look, J.J. Watt tweets, Netherlands ellipses, American flag, and then The Rock doing the arm out in the ring, like, come, come to us. Let's go. Bring it on. All right. This is Dan Hansis signing off for Quiet Storm, the old boss. Where's John? There he is. What do you think? You're tough on this kid. You know, he's a, he's an up-and-comer. <laughs> he sure is. The grave of Rosenthal Lions is strong. Oh, that's gross. I'm sorry. Heed the call. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 